a one, a two, a skiddly diddly do. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 21. Listen to this podcast. Every time you do, it'll make you laugh. Yes, this podcast gets a little wild by the end, but we start by talking about the World Series and recent Phillies news. We have ourselves a Rays versus Dodgers series, which is basically David versus Goliath. We give our takes and our predictions on that series and also touch upon another Georgia-based sports team not being able to hold a lead. The Phillies have another important person in their organization to replace on top of their current GM search. We get on the topic of JT Romuto again and go back and forth on if we think he is a catcher of the future, especially with payroll shrinking because of the pandemic. Also, for our listeners, we would like everybody to send us a baseball and non-baseball related question for our email slash mailbag for next episode at isit705yet at gmail.com. And with that, we say... All right, everybody, welcome to episode 21 of This Is 705 Yet podcast. I'm your host. I'm going to call myself the host tonight, even though I don't think I've said that once yet. Alex Haig with me today is Mr. Hot Take himself because we're going to need a lot of different topics to talk about in the offseason. And he's going to be the guy. Brendan Jarmaska. How are you, buddy? The other host. I'm good. I'm good. Nice little. You're not uh, the other host, Brandon. You are the hot take master. That's what you're going to be from now on. I'll go with it. That's cool. All right. Perfect. So, Brandon, uh, exciting news. Exciting news, as you posted. Uh, I am using my new Zealand portable microphone. How does it sound so far, Brandon? How's it sound? You sound crystal clear, Alex. You sound... I think we got a really you good... sound very I twisted zeal. The top of, I, thank you, I think. Uh, when I twisted the top of my Gingling Hershey beer right next to that mic, I got that nice little crisp... And then drop the the cap. Ooh, that, that was, was that was uh, really loud. I didn't. I thought you had a can. Like that's how loud it no. was. Yeah, that was twist. Yeah, England Hershey. Drink drink responsibly. I'm, I'm gonna have to get one of these mics. Pro- I'll probably pay twice as much as you paid for it because I didn't take advantage of the sale. But. I take it on a Prime Day deal, but I, I'll probably I'll look them up afterwards. See how much they are for you. I thought I thought you said you something get about the, it. Get the rose gold sent off. Yeah. I think I might actually get well, that yeah, one. There was, it was on sale, and there was a 20% coupon attached. Don't know how that works. I'm not really good with this technology. but uh, So we have some good with my hands. really fun, stupid stuff uh, at the end of the pod that Brandon and I have had a lot of fun discussions and arguments and uh, also talked about it in my work um, as well with yeah. other people. But uh, just, just we got to talk about... Just a warning for the end. Yeah, just a warning. So at one point, you probably should just turn off the pod and say, uh, unless you like who we're going to talk about, but yeah. we won't give it away. Well, well we'll everybody, away. everybody. We even wrote a song. Yeah, we did. Well, we spoofed it. We even wrote a song. 
it's, and we it's, we both agree on this topic. So yeah, uh, and Alex, let like me, I said, let we'll me get correct. To it. We'll get let to me it. correct you real quick that uh, you said okay, if if you like who we're going to be talking about, everybody likes who we're talking about. We've had this conversation before. You're right. You're so, right. Yeah. Everybody, right. no matter who you are, who your parents are, who your grandparents are, who your children are, they will grow up liking yeah. these people. My daughters so. listen to them all the time. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yep. Alex, I think I found the microphone. It's it's thirty nine, almost forty dollars. Yeah, it's not bad. I, like I said, mine came down to like twenty five, twenty eight because of the coupon and deal. Yeah. But what what was yours? I'll, I'll, I'll make sure you get the right one. <laughs> how many how many ratings were on yours? Like three thousand or something? Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah, I think it's this one. But yeah, so but, uh, yeah, we both have great technology, <laughs> and this will allow us. Uh, this will allow us next year, Brandon. Like. I can hook this up to our cell phones as well. Yep. Ooh, I burped to that. You hear that? The microphone probably caught it. Um, I can, probably can't pass gas anymore during this pod. That's ah, right. moving on. Uh, but next year, like when the hopefully the minor league season's back on, we can bring the mic and the phone, and we'll hook it up, and maybe we'll record a podcast at the games. That'd be pretty fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even golfing too. Well, I don't know if you want to get it dirty. No, you don't want to the, get us golfing. That, you're that would be just in the, be in the sand and the be, dirt. Yeah, be completely non-baseball related, and it just be a lot of uh, vulgarness going on, most likely. A new show. Um, it is funny yeah, though, so before, that that you, before we get started, it is funny um, <laughs> that that we're getting more and more into this technology thing because um, I was talking to Katie's brother Patrick at one point, and he he listened to our podcast. I, I don't know if he still does, but um, he listened to, like the first couple episodes and the first one we did. Man hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the the first episode we did, we recorded on Anchor, like their website, and I invited you with the call or whatever. Phones. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and he, he told me that like <laughs> he listened to the – he was like, I listened to the first one, but I, I just – couldn't get past the sound quality it was terrible <laughs> i just I like laughed. i just awful. laughed he's he's like he's it was the first about few episodes which is, that we which is did. awesome but it was just funny that he said i was like oh thanks it, <laughs> i told you our first few episodes everyone sound quality totally yeah. made, was no, awful was always no, one of I, the things i brought up to you brandon yeah. was like brandon it's the sound quality i was yeah. like i don't want to listen to it no i i i agree i agree man well the one time i i recorded on my phone because i thought the the picture quality would have been better like through Skype, but I was recording on my, like my AirPods and the lag and the sound was just not, not good. So luckily I have these headphones and the microphone and now you have that microphone. So hopefully it sounds a lot better. So let us know how, let us, everybody, everybody let us know how we sound. I mean, we're, we, we need to know, we need to know these uh, things, people. A couple things. Yeah. A couple things I want to, well, one thing I want to touch upon, and then I uh, two couple things because once we get into the non-Phillies related stuff, I have a feeling people will tune out. Um, but a couple things I want to touch upon: uh, f- please follow our Instagram and Facebook page. Uh, is the seven hundred five yet podcast, especially our Facebook page? And if you do on our Facebook page, please, please leave us a five star review. We have this many zero five star reviews. We just don't have any reviews at all. We would Facebook? really appreciate it if you could share yeah, on Facebook. Oh. We have no reviews on Facebook. So please review our Facebook page. Give us five stars. 
maybe my wife can hear me out in the other room to give us five stars, Courtney. Uh, that would be fantastic to get that going. Uh, so, yes, and then also um, we are going to, and we'll post it either on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, we would like for one of the next coming episodes, we would like to do like a, a Q&A or a, a mailbag. So we do have an email address. Is, is it 705 yet? Um, at, what is it, Gmail, right? Gmail. Gmail.com. Yep. Um, so we would definitely love for everyone to send some Phillies questions that we would love to answer. It could be non-Phillies questions, or we can do what the rights to Ricky Sanchez does. Give us one baseball-related question. And one totally non-baseball related question. Would love for it to get very interesting. So please do that for us, everyone. It will make a fun pod. The off-season, there's going to be a lot of topics, I'm sure, to talk about. But there's also going to be some times where we're going to need some fun stuff to go after. Yes, so filler. please, yep, like I said, sure. yeah, please, like I said, it's is it, is the 705 yet um, at gmail.com. So yep. uh, we'll post about this afterwards. So Oh, yeah. Baseball. Baseball, ready, Brandon? Is that still going on? Yeah, World Series. <laughs> uh, so uh, another Georgia-based sports team, Brandon, cannot hold a lead. Uh, the Atlanta Braves blow their 3-1 series lead and lose to the Dodges. Uh, they're just like the Falcons and just like the Georgia Bulldogs. So uh, kind of a bummer to be a sports fan of any Georgia team over the past few years, that's for sure. Yep. But 28-3. Uh, yeah, I say uh, <laughs> now it's going to be a raise, a raise. No, we are raised Dodgers uh, World Series. It's kind of like the David David versus Goliath there. You know, L.A. who you know has bottomless pockets. You know, they can spend what they want, and then the Rays who they're probably their whole team probably makes less than I don't know Clayton Kershaw does. Uh, honestly, like Clayton Money Kershaw ball. probably makes more than their whole entire starting lineup together. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. what was their yeah. run differential this year when we were looking it up? It was like 130 or something like that. It, it was a lot. I'm sure I was, I know we, that was like only halfway through the season, I feel like, when we looked at that. So, yeah. Uh, Razor, uh, who are you rooting for, Brandon? Did you watch, did you get to watch any postseason games? <laughs> so, so, I turned, I turned the, uh, the Braves Dodgers game seven on last night and, uh, so I. I fell asleep. Before Bellinger hit his go-ahead home so run, so did I. Yep. Around I think seventh inning, about. I eight. I don't I don't know if it would be different time-wise if it was the Braves and the Rays because it's literally like the Florida Georgia line right there. Like I don't know if it would be different time-wise or scheduling-wise for the World Series if it would be the same either the either way. Florida Georgia line fan. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I don't, really I don't know if the timing would have been different either way for like the MLB and the world series and, uh, TV and all that. But these games, these postseason games are always so late. I mean, yeah, it's great for like people out West that want to see them and, and Dodgers fans, obviously. But like at the same time, I'm just, I just like turned it on and I was, I, I mean, I was already tired at that point, but I, I feel like I just can't, unless it's the Phillies or a team that I really like like the players on it and everything. I feel like I just can't get into it, you know, and, and stay awake. Yeah. It's good to watch. No, I do feel the same way. I understand why they do it. I mean, like you said, West coast, and then also allowing people to get home from work, you know? So, you know, it is a little later for us. You're going to have to drink coffee. Like you said, if it was the Phillies, I'd definitely be able to uh, watch the whole thing. But 
I did fall asleep before Cody Bellinger's home run. I fell asleep right after basically Kike Hernandez for the Dodgers uh, yep. hit that bomb. Yep. Um, there was a lot of uh, showboating on both, a lot of showboating in general, I think, from all teams in the playoffs this year. Oh, yeah. I like that. It's, it's, I like, do you I, do, like I personally it? like that. I do. I, I, I know, like, I'm old school in a lot of different things, but like, I'm all about celebrations. I, I think it's I think it's good. I mean, it shouldn't get carried away, but like when you're in the playoffs, I expect you to be pumped and excited. Like, I mean, not everyone could be Chase Utley, where you know you hit what? How many home runs against the Rays in the World Series? Hit three or four or whatever, or was that the Yankees? I don't care. Whatever it was, when Chase Utley, you know, no matter what Chase Utley did, he showed no emotion. You know, maybe he'd get a smirk out of him, but like not everyone could do that. Like, I'm all about. You know, getting excited, especially like you know the Dodgers. They came back from three one. I hate the Dodgers, and I'm rooting for the Rays. Uh, but you know, they came back from three one. You expect them to be excited. Yeah, that's, uh, that's so, true. You know, I don't, and I don't want to, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot or anything because if it were the Phillies in that situation, they were having like a grand old time. I would love it. I mean, I, I guess yeah, you would. I, like, I, I, Bryce oh, Harper, I def- yeah, I would with the bomb oh, screaming I, at the dugout, yeah, which he would. would he, he does that during the regular season, so. Yeah, he does. Well, that, that's that's another thing. Like these teams get so excited, like now that they're in like the postseason. It's like I, I mean, maybe it's because we weren't watching these teams, but I didn't really see like that much excitement from other teams like during the season. Like like you just said, Bryce Harper went crazy like every time something big happened. Like he was the heart and soul of this team this year. So I don't know. It, it was. Yep. But again, I, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot or anything by saying I hate the celebrations and like have everybody going nuts because they are in in this spotlight and this situation and they deserve to to be doing that. I mean, and I and I would love if the Phillies did that. Like like watching Bryce Harper hit that grand slam against the Cubs last year, just him hitting it and like him running around the bases and and all of them celebrating. I had the biggest smile on my face that whole time. Like it was just the best moment. Yep, exactly. So I I want more of that. Exactly, but I mean I I like I said I'm gonna be rooting for the Rays, Brandon. Oh, I am uh, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't answer that. Yeah, Sorry. I want the Rays to win. <laughs> you know the I can't. I just don't like any LA team whatsoever. I can't stand LA teams at all uh i just i can't root for the dodgers i want them to continue to choke i think this is fantastic yeah, yeah everyone's I, I like mean, oh the dodges the dodges the dodges and then I you mean, know they continually I'm, have choked and choked and choked since you know 2008 basically so so they have for yeah since like 2008 choked and that would be the only reason i would root for them is because they've been yeah. a good team for no so long and they, they kind of deserve it. But at the same time, the Rays, they didn't beat the Phillies in 2008. And they've been in the playoffs a couple times since then. But like, I feel like this their team deserves it more. I, I would like to see a low, you know, they don't spend any money. Like, I would love to see yeah. them beat, like I said, the, the Dodgers who spend a shit ton of money. Um, obviously the Phillies finish a ton of money and just don't make the playoffs, uh, but that's a Phillies problem. But I'm definitely rooting for the Rays. I think they have really good starting pitching. I think their bullpen is fantastic. Uh, they don't have the best hitters in the world, but they have, you know, they're doing the right things and they're putting the ball in play. And, yep. you know, they've, you know, they play good defense. I mean, their defense is I amazing. think it shows that pitch, pitching. Yeah. I think it's showing even more that, like, 
I think for quite a few years, like baseball is falling in love again with the long ball and offense, 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 spend on offense. Like, but it's pitching that wins championships. And, you know, I think the Rays have better bullpen and pitching staff right now. I think it's very close, uh, but I think the Rays have a better bullpen and pitching staff, starting yep. pitching staff over the Dodgers. Um, you know, Dodgers have the the big name people like Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger and, you know, Kike Hernandez, Jock Peterson, Clayton Kershaw. But, you know, Char- Charlie Morton, you know, yeah, go at him. No, yeah. I, I Philly on the Rays. Yeah, I, de- I definitely, definitely rooting for the Rays like 100%. Like I, I'd rather see them win than, than Dodgers. Like you said, like they definitely spend a lot of money and it, it's, Oh, it is always good to see like kind of like an under, I'm a, I think the Rays are the underdogs technically in this one. So, um, it's always nice to see like an underdog come and and win it, you know, e- even if it goes like seven games, which I'm sure it will. I, th- I think it'll go seven games just, just from like a marketing standpoint and money like viewing and all that like i i feel like either way like it'll go seven games just and and it'll be like an amazing series or something i don't know it it, it's weird but um what 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 do you think about like the the whole money ball thing i know i said i'd ask you before we started recording yeah well with like the dodgers spending so much money and like they are a good team obviously they made it to the world series and they're also, the ra- the Dodgers Rays. are also a, a yeah. Dodgers are also a big analytical team, but the Rays obviously are more so than not. You know, you know because they need to try to win every small advantage because they don't spend the money and they're not a big market team. But yeah, um, I think in some I think some cities like Tampa it works, in some places it don't. I think obviously I think there always has to be a good combination of both analytics and just having good baseball people. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, for Philly's instance, I think they went so far analytics by like, like just jumping off a cliff off of, you know, going from Charlie Manuel to Ryan Sandberg to uh, Pete, what was it, Pete McCannon and uh, yeah. Gabe. then to Gabe, Gabe fucking Kapler and Matt Klintak together. Like Matt Klintak <laughs> doesn't know baseball. Like yeah. he looks at the numbers and that's it. Like it was so... Like he has no experience with baseball whatsoever. Like honestly, me and you would probably be better GMs than Matt Klintak. That's like my hot think, take. That's I like even, to think you know, that. Actually, that's not even a hot take. That's just a fact. Um, <laughs> and I think, but like you know, it depends we went on what so market. So far to the other edge, and now, but now, like you know, they fired, they fired, they fired Gabe Kapler, you know, and then Joe Girardi was brought in. Who Joe Girardi uses analytics, but he's also a very Smart good baseball it. mind. He has a ton of experience yeah. in baseball. And I say now, like getting rid of Matt Klentak, I think they're going to bring in, you know, someone with more of a baseball old school, not, not just, I, in a way, old school mind, but st- like you just got to find that perfect balance. And I think the previous regime of Matt Klentak and Gabe Kapler just went one way completely to all analytics and that's it. Yeah. And I think it messed up a lot of our players. And I think it potentially hurt our minor leagues and probably killed some of our prospects in a way. But hopefully, you know, we're well, moving in the other direction. Not full, all the way, complete old school, get rid of analytics again, but just having a better blend. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's what well, I'm you, about. That, you got to have a blend. Well, Matt Klintak was with the team for, for since, like, what, 2016, right? Uh, it was like 2015, some, I think. Some, something like that. Yeah. But, like, you, you, go out, you go out and sign a player like – like Bryce Harper 
two seasons ago, and it's like, okay, so what kind of team do you want to be? An analytics-type team or spend a lot of money for these players that you obviously need kind of team? And, yes, you need to have, like, right. a, a balance, like you said, um, of, like, analytics and, and like, stars that, that you kind of have to pay more money but like it all it, it depends on like what market you're in too like mu- speaking of money yeah, ball i think it does like, depend on the market like the that movie i mean it's it's based on true story but like the oakland a's back when like billy bean was like first starting this whole money ball thing like they were not the greatest market for sports in general or, or baseball and so then, hard yeah, and then you look at like the Yankees who don't care about going over the luxury tax and like all that shit, and like you're literally going up against David and or it's like David versus Goliath in that situation. Like, hello, <laughs> you know? <laughs> hello. So, <laughs> I don't know. It, to win the game. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, I, this is some good. I think uh, what we just talked about is what I think. Uh, I'm sure what, who is it? Joe Buck, most likely, probably calling all these games. If I had to guess uh, for the World Series, yeah. But uh, I'm sure they'll be talking a lot of these similar things that we just talked about: David versus Goliath, yeah. Analytics versus yep. you know the big spending power. Um, so I'm sure I, I, I think a good portion of America will be rooting for the Rays, but you know. All of California and all them, they'll be rooting badges. But it'll be interesting. I'm excited. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see Kershaw pitch in the first game because he got over. Yeah, he's pitching. He game. got over. Yeah, he got over the playoff hump. So and he is a choke artist in the playoffs. <laughs> so so now we'll get to see what he does uh, I mean, in the in the World Series. The I mean, they've well, been to, the Dodgers have been to the World Series three times in the last five years. I think it has been. Oh well, so like he's been to the World how, Series, it's just they're how, not winning. That just goes to show you how disinterested in uh, baseball I've been, because <laughs> the Phillies yeah. suck so bad. Yeah, it definitely helps when you pay more attention for sure when your team's good, and hopefully the Phillies yeah. yep. can please make the playoffs next year. God, Hope, hopefully. Speaking we'll never of do this podcast again, um, of next yeah, year, speaking of the Phillies. World Series. Well, do you want to talk about uh, like the DH and like all, all those weird rules real quick? Um, yeah, we can. I wrote it on the paper. Quick. I wrote it on the paper, Alex. All right, it's on the fucking notes, people. <laughs> it's on the Google Sheets. So, so do you think? Do you think like the DH thing is gonna bring in? Any, I mean, it's gonna be like uh, like the season was, I guess, like the same kind of strategy there. But do you think they're gonna like? bring in any any more strategy as far as like the the dh goes and actually you know you know i'm serious or for I'm next on, season i'm on the wrong path because the dh eliminates the need for more strategy in the game i think right that's the correct that's the yeah, idea yeah, correct okay. yeah all right yeah then I, I was on the wrong track there sorry people if you um, want more strategy brandon if you want more strategy you don't you, you don't have the a dh Okay. Yep. Yeah, you get rid of the DH, and then also the biggest thing that kind of affected strategy. And Joe Girardi, I didn't read the article, but I can just assume what Joe Girardi thinks. Uh, I see many articles on it. Joe Girardi apparently spoke upon the three batter minimum rule. Yeah. Let's say for the when the bullpen comes in, I can imagine, and I'm almost 100 percent positive without reading it, Joe Girardi hates it with oh, a I'm passion. Sure. I'm sure a lot of. Uh, so Joe Girardi, Joe Girardi would love to get rid of that, and I honestly. 
If you do DH for both leagues, please, please get rid of that three batter minimum rule. Yeah. It's yeah, so I think I stupid. Saw, I think I saw somebody post exactly what you just said, and I was like, yes, please. Like that does So their their idea for it, Brandon, is they want to speed up the game. Yeah. And say so like, you know, there's less pitching, you know, you don't have Gabe Kapler switching literally a person every two pitches <laughs> yeah. in a way. But like I would love to see the numbers this year with this three batter minimum to see if the time of game was actually shorter. Yeah. And say than the previous if any, years. If on anything, average, it was if it saved, longer right, if it saved or two the same on average. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, so I highly doubt it. It makes a big difference. I I would love for that rule to be gone. Yeah. I think our bullpen would have still sucked. Uh but <laughs> maybe it not as been much. a little bit better because yeah. Exactly. It would have been. It definitely. I honestly think it would have been a little bit better because Joe Girardi is really good at putting people in the right situations. And sometimes, you know, there's not. You know, if you have Adam Morgan or going in, and there's got a lefty, and you know, the next or two righties. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. In a way, like it allows well, the other team to well, throw some guys, throw some pinch hitters to screw you up because you can't take them out until after three batters. Right, and there were a lot of times where some, one of one of the guys in our bullpen would come in, and you would just know right away with the first batter that it was not their night. And without right. the rule, you could have taken him out right away and been like, "All right, this was a mistake. Let's bring in the next guy." And then like you find out that the next guy who comes in like in a later inning actually is having a great game, and you leave him in for a little bit. And it's like if you if we would have been able to like switch him out after that first batter, we would have been fine. Yeah. So 100 percent. Yeah, I, I yeah, definitely I think, would have been. I think I think that I think the Phillies would have made the playoffs. I said I think it. so. I think so, too. Putting it out there. I mean, if it doesn't change, <laughs> if it doesn't know change, if it doesn't change going into the 21 2021 season, the uh, player, the, the player union and the MLB had to come up with a new deal for the 2022 season like that. The contract or whatever it is, is up. So they're going to have to renegotiate a lot of things. So hopefully they can renegotiate getting rid of the three batter minimum. Yeah. I'm sure DH will probably stay. Unfortunately, I think it needs, but to, I I think it needs to be an even trade off somehow. Yeah, I think, I, and I don't think Joe Girardi is the only manager who probably hated it. I'd have to, I'll check the articles afterwards to see if I'm wrong, but I can almost guarantee Joe Girardi woo, hated yeah. it. Oh, I'm sure. So. I'm sure. And then, and then you got the man on second and extra innings. Do you think they should keep that, or should maybe they like get rid of it, or or make it go man away. on or man on it first? They could do man on first. Maybe. No, it should just go away. Maybe if you want <laughs> um, just with the double away. headers, it should just go away. Like maybe if you want with the double headers, okay, to try yeah, to cut yeah, it yeah. down, like. Right. Go back to two nine-inning doubleheaders. Like, doubleheaders, it goes back to nine innings. But then if you go into extras, put the man on second to try to speed things up and not kill people's bullpens. Like, or, if you have a doubleheader that goes, like, two doubleheader games that go, like, into the 12th or 13th inning each, your your teams, those two teams are going to be fucked for the next yeah. series or two to try to get their pitching under control again. Yeah, or or just keep the doubleheaders seven innings. And get rid of the. It was kind of nice. Yeah, it was kind of nice. But you know, moving forward, we obviously should see a lot less doubleheaders than we saw this year because yeah, right. COVID will yeah. be non-existent next yeah. year. Um, so 
you know, I would well, prefer, well, I would prefer it would go back to the you know the nine eight double headers, but yeah. it wouldn't be it wouldn't I'm sure it, it wouldn't make me terribly mad if I'm sure they'll talk um, about it this off season in in every organization and something something will change oh, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I if I could go 162 one, games watching these, that. One of these three or four rules that they added in, I'm sure at least one of them is going to go away, or you know. I think at least one of them will go away. So we'll find out. But uh, yeah, Phillies news, Brandon. Uh, yep. Not a ton to talk about, but there is stuff that is important to talk about. Yep. So uh, first thing, Brandon. Here. Yeah, first thing, uh, Brian Price retires out of nowhere. Uh, he only won once. He's our pitching coach. He spent one season with the Phillies. He signed a three-year contract. Um, unfortunately, he is out. I thought he did a pretty good job uh, with yeah. some of our pitchers. Obviously the bull, I, I'm not going to blame the bullpen on him whatsoever, but uh, apparently he told Jim Salisbury that, you know, he just doesn't have it to put in full time. And like, he talked about how, like when the Phillies were, I guess his family lives in Arizona, but like when he was because of COVID this year, probably made it worse for him and made this de- decision easier. But like he said about spending this time in the apartment alone, like he would go to the ballpark and then be in his apartment alone because his family wasn't with him. Right. So, you know, I hope, I hope he he's just okay. It's like, wish him the he, best. It, it does. Yeah. At first I thought it was medical, but it seems like it's totally uh, family related where he just, like he, he says he feels terrible for not honoring his contract. He's like, it has nothing to do with the Phillies. He's yeah. like, they treated me extremely well. Now he loves Joe Girardi, you know, but the family thing gets to him and, um, as much as it sucks and it makes me a little bit upset, but I do understand it. You know, I can't imagine spending that much time away from your family nonstop all the time, but you yeah. do get paid. You do get paid extremely well to do that. But, but, uh, unfortunately though, that means the Phillies will have five fucking pitching coaches in five years. Uh, Brandon. So started with Bob McClure. Then Rick Kranitz, and then Chris Young, who screwed everyone up. Brian Price brought some of the starting pitchers back to do better, like Aaron Nolan, Zach Eflin. Um, and then next year. Uh, I have no idea who is on the chopping block here. You know, he's a pitching coach for the Braves for the past three, two years since he's been fired. Who? And the Braves pitching Rick Kranitz. He, so he was the... Uh, pitching coach for us, and then they, the Phillies, let him go because they didn't want to lose Chris Young, which is one of Gabe Kapler's buddies, and say to another organization because they thought someone else was going to sign him on. But Chris Young turned out to be an absolute terrible, terrible, god awful pitching coach that really many of these pitchers didn't seem to. I mean, I'm sure they personally liked him, but didn't seem to like him as a pitching coach. As a coach, yeah. Yeah, but Rick and that's a problem. Has been thri- and Rick Kranitz has been thriving in Atlanta. So, like, we wouldn't be in this problem Obviously. if Kranitz would have just stayed as the goddamn pitching coach. Seems like, uh, like, seems like five pitching coaches is making all sorts of bad decisions since... Uh, yeah, the hiring. GM... Well, uh, maybe not the GM Clintac. since Clintac, but... but uh, the Phillies is still with the Phillies. The Philly, yeah, he's yeah, go figure. Um, but, but yeah, since Clentac, like the Phillies have just seemed to be making, based off of what you're saying, it seems like they're just making like very poor 
decisions based off of yeah. like people that they shouldn't have trusted. You know, like Kapler, like keeping Young on for Kapler. Like I said, Matt Klintak, Matt Klintak, he, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but like he's probably would make a great assistant GM. Like he probably yeah. makes a really good assistant GM who can help you. Like he could probably help you with a lot with the analytical department. Right. Right. Yeah. And stuff. But like, I agree. I don't think this guy is going to be a GM anywhere moving forward. Like if you, like he needs to leave, like, I don't want, that doesn't mean I want him to be the assistant GM in the Phillies. Like he needs to be gone from this organization. Like it just, you can't go down. You can't be a GM and then come back and be the assistant GM. Like, like there needs to be a new GM in power, which we can get into very shortly. But you know, it just sucks because five pitching coaches in five years, you know, you're going to change some philosophies there. You're really going to mess with a lot of the starting pitchers in the bullpen, yeah. you know, that are on this staff because they're going to be hearing a different voice every single year. It's not, it's not ideal, you know. Right. But uh, Bryce Harper on the announcement of Brian Price retiring, I don't know if you saw. He, I think it was Instagram, or he tweeted out. I think it was Instagram. He said it. Uh, I think he said uh, Brown you up, and he was referring to Vanderbilt's uh, pitching coach, which Vanderbilt uh, apparently is a younger guy. I don't know a lot about him, but what I read, he's a younger guy. Um, the since he's been there as a pitching coach, they are two hundred games over five hundred, Brandon, and then they have had thirty. I think it was either thirty players or thirty pitchers. I'm pretty sure drafted from Vanderbilt that Jesus. were underneath pitching coach uh Scott Brown. So Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Uh I mean young guy <laughs> seems like it could potentially work out. I don't know. I mean Brent, what's your what's your thought on like do you Bryce Harper says this type of thing, Brent, like not your thought on Scott Brown himself. Like I don't know a lot, but what I read, I mean seems seems to be good. I mean Vanderbilt's uh one of the top programs in all of college baseball. Uh, but like, what's your thoughts on a player like Bryce Harper? Obviously he has nothing to do with the pitchers, but what's your thoughts on some, like should the owners and everything be listening to what Bryce Harper says about a potential pitching coach? I mean, they've made, I mean, not, not that an organization should listen solely to its players and be like, Oh, he, this guy said this and he's like our star player. So we should probably like believe him. Not that like the Phillies should be doing that, but I'm all in on Bryce Harper's ideas at this point because <laughs> all the all the other ideas and like decisions that they made seem very poor up to this point since we traded Sixto for JT. So I mean, <laughs> and now we're in that pickle. So I feel like I would I would listen to to Harper a little, or at least like bring the guy in the, in for a conversation. You know, like interview him at least and be yeah. like hey what what are your thoughts on this you know like hear him out if he's up for it 100 so. percent. yeah like you said i'm not saying go go hire him right away right right yeah not probably other guys out there that definitely do it, but like right like you said like bryce harper signed a 13-year contract so you have to remember that 13 years this guy's here for the long now, haul he's not only a baseball player for the phillies He's basically the ambassador for the Phillies. <laughs> so like you're you're you want to keep this guy happy for these 13 right. years as well. So like you Otherwise, should like, this it's guy be basically a long 13 years. Yeah, like this guy you want to, you know, address. Like he is part he's a huge part of not just the team, but like, you know, the the, the franchise making money as well. 
Like Bryce Harper can do so many things. And like, you know, you signed up, you're basically married to this guy for 13 years. You can't get divorced until 13 years later. Right. So it's going to be a know, common law like, marriage. I, I agree with you. Like bring it's, in Scott Brown for bring in Scott Brown uh, for right. interview. Right. I mean, at what, least, what, at least you know what's you the tried. harm in that? What's exactly. the harm in that? We we brought yeah, in Manny Machado for an interview or or whatever when we were, visit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So and not, and we didn't get him. So what's the big deal? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I like to see that. Yeah. And like I said, for his resume being young, you know, it's time for the Phillies to maybe they can pick someone off like that and he could turn into being an amazing guy. Right. But who exactly. knows if they can necessarily afford him, you know, with payroll <laughs> potentially going down and stuff. But uh, GM search, Brandon. Um, I don't, I'll be completely honest. I'm just going off with a lot of stuff that I read through Phillies Nation, The Good Fight, NBC Sports Philadelphia with Jim Salisbury, uh, different podcasts that I listen to uh, that are Phillies based and Major League Baseball based. Um, But GM search is still ongoing. Uh, Apparently, JJ Piccolo, uh, who's the VP and assistant GM of the Royals, uh, who's a really good player development guy who actually interviewed for the GM job with Matt Klintak and everything in 2015. Um, I bet you the Phillies would rather go back now and go to J.J. Piccolo, but mm-hmm. Royals are always known very well for drafting and um, developing players, so apparently they are kicking the tires on him again, uh, you know, which, like I said, I don't, I don't know, a, thing, I don't know I a ton, but um, they talk, Middleton talked about, and uh, he didn't necessarily directly say, or did he? Yeah, he did. He, he talked about uh, basically needing to go in that player development direction you know Phillies minor leagues haven't put out a ton of great players I mean very recently you do have Aaron Nola um you do have obviously Alec Boehm hopefully Spencer Howard so Bryson Stott yeah I mean we'll see on Bryson Stott we'll see you know the draft last year Mick Abel yeah Mick can't go a podcast without mentioning Mick (laughs) Abel Brandon uh but hopefully you know maybe they'll be the guy uh you know Rose they draft well and they seem to develop well. So, you know, maybe he'll be the guy who knows, you know, as long as player development, I think needs to be key in this organization. Big time. So yeah. any thoughts on it, Brandon? I mean, probably in the um, same boat I am. I mean, yeah, I, I really don't know a whole lot of, about the uh, GM, the potential GMs that they're going to be looking at or interviewing, but uh, the article that you mentioned from Jim Salisbury, where they interviewed him back in 2015, I guess it w- he wasn't what they were looking for because they were look- looking at more of a analytical type of GM or yeah. or whatever at that point. But yeah, definitely, at least at that point, like I was saying to you before we we started uh, recording, that like things were going downhill already in 2015. So I think we needed to to really like take a step back and look at this guy a little closer, but they obviously didn't do that because Matt Klintak and Gabe Kapler and yep. Sandberg yep. and yep. a bunch of shit. <laughs> yep. That's about right. Um, so. I don't think we got to talk in the last pot, last pot about it, but Middleton, apparently there's an article out, a couple articles out. Uh, the Middleton wants uh, McPhail actually to step down and resign. So the Phillies can sign uh, not only a GM, but uh, president of baseball operations as well. Mm-hmm. We're allowed the president of baseball operations to hire their own GM. Uh, that wouldn't be McPhail, because let's face it, McPhail's only there because he has one year left on his contract. But, you know, could be interesting. Uh, 
in my opinion, Middleton, if you just want him, to, if it's true and you want him to resign, just get rid of him. Tell him, like, look, you're moving by. Here's a buyout package. Yeah. Keep quiet. Like, you need to be gone. Like, because, like, having McPhail and Clentac still basically with this organization. Also, like, what kind of GM is going to want to necessarily go into that? You know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, I'm working here, but there's the GM who was just fired, and there's the president who's a sitting lame duck who's going to be gone after the end of this year. Like, fuck me, right? Also, um, you always got to bring up his name is McPhail with a PH, not an F. Yep. So it just goes to the, the jinx of the Phillies being terrible. How long has McPhail been the president of the team? I think it was 2015 or 2014 as well. So, yeah, I'm going to name this the McPhail jinx or the uh, whatever the... The McPhailies. The McPhail curse. Yeah, the the McPhailies. McPhailies. (laughs) Philadelphia McPhail... The McPhiladelphia McPhailies. Jesus. Um, so besides Milton McPhail, we'll keep going with the Phillies news. Uh, with payroll, obviously, most likely going to be down in most teams next year. We're trying to lower their payroll in most teams next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we've been reading, it seems like the real, real Muto signing seems to be fading away from uh, what the media and a lot of different articles and you know some baseball people keep portraying. You know, if he's definitely going for that big number. Um Brandon, what do you think about that? Is you know, is JT the Phillies' best chance of contending? So like, I see, did he have to sign him? So we talked about this a little bit last pod. So the main reason that the Phillies need to sign him is so they don't look like idiots with the the trade that they did for him. Yep. Um, but yeah, I saw somebody said that like JT is. I, I I really don't remember who said it, but I just heard him say JT is the Phillies' best chance of being a contender for like the world series and playoffs and all that. And I was like, I looked at it and I kind of took a step back and was like, is he though? Like is a catcher your best, like a organization's best chance at contending? Or could you kind of like take a, another step back and be like, Oh, there's all these free agents available. Like we were talking about George Springer in the last episode and Trevor, Trevor Bauer, Bauer and Marcus oh, Stroman. A lot, yeah, a lot of players that you could probably get, maybe not Trevor Bauer, but probably get for the same price that you'd be paying for JT. And you could probably get two players for whatever you'd be paying JT, maybe in a perfect world. But I mean, I, JT, I, again, we can't say it enough. He's the best catcher in baseball and he's definitely the best one on the free agent market right now. But I feel like the, the Phillies at this point, with the dumpster fire of a season that they had, I feel like their priorities have to be with like pitching or, or signing a free agent um, on the defensive side, like an outfielder, like George Springer for less money than what we're going to have to pay JT. Right. Or uh, potentially around the same, but like center field is such, I don't want to say it's, it's hard. It's It's hard. Yeah, you need a really good defensive center fielder, and the Phillies haven't had that recently at all. And it's like, like like you said, I love JT, best catcher in baseball right now. But he had hip issues this past year. Um, not that that's, I don't think that's a huge thing, but like, you know, if he wants a shit ton of money, and just like for me, I've always been a pitching wins championships uh, type of person. Like I, 
you know, love 2010, love 2011, even though we didn't win the World Series, 2000, a little bit of 2012 um, with the Phillies pitching staff, you know, having Oswald, Halliday, Cliff Lee, Pedro Martinez, Cole Hamels, big Joe Blanton, um, you know, it, we were fantastic. We were, you know, the best team yeah. in baseball, didn't win the championship, but we were best team in regular season, you know, those few years. And yeah, we had um, so much. And the Phillies, start- why did we lose so much this year, Brandon? Because of pitching. Yeah. Like, if, that, you know, sacrifice, that, you know, it, JT, like, you know, like, if you say you sign this James McCann guy for three years and 30 million or 32 million, you know, 10 million, around $10 million a year versus JT, he wants around what it seems like he wants 25 to $26 million a year. That's $13 million that you could be spending. Uh, sorry, fifteen to sixteen million dollars that you could be spending on, uh, you know, Marcus Stroman, Marcus yeah. Stroman, uh, Alex Colome for the bullpen. You know, it's there's quite a few pitching. You know, pitching needs fixed. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, and, it's just how it what, is. And what what they're saying he wants, I feel like, is definitely inflated by either the media or his agent. Right. So right. I mean, it's like more or less what what he wants but it's going to be around that yeah. because because scared. there will be teams willing to pay that for yeah. him i'm personally just scared like i'll be happy to re-sign jt at a reasonable number but i'm just scared the phillies are going to fork out like an eight-year 190 to 200 oh, I, million dollar deal i could like, scares me. like i'm just gonna like great uh, like if they don't win the world series in the next two three years then like well, boom, that contract at least, uh, at least you know right but like like you said i mean jay like they're like oh you must resign jt we're gonna suck it's like guys he's been on the team for the past two years we haven't made the fucking playoffs once yeah so it's like you know and now, and now this guy, year great, great guy great this player, year in a, player, but this year in a 60 game season he got hurt with expanded playoffs we didn't make it this year too brandon yeah so what does that tell you yep yeah. But I could I could definitely see the Phillies doing an eight year deal, so they so they don't look like idiots at first, and then it's already like, too late. They look like idiots for that. Trip. Well, yeah, n- well, yeah. Now they they do look like idiots, but I could see him signing him for eight years, and then everybody would be like, "Yes, we signed JT." And then like four years into his contract, they'd be like, "Why the hell did we sign him for eight? Be like years? Ryan Howard over again? Exactly. So, oh, we signed we signed Ryan Howard. But uh, but before we be- before we get to the next uh. Next guy, well, we kind of already talked about him a, a bunch, but um, do you want my hot take now or after we talk about him? Well, the next, well, the next little thing, it was Trevor Bauer. You know, he wants to play for, as like you said, wants to play for a World Series contender. We talked about it. You know, Phil, if he's on the Phillies, I think he's there. So we don't really have to spend much time on it. you just want to say a quick word on him before your hot take? Yeah, I, I, I think... I mean, I think Trevor Bauer would would be a great pickup. I didn't realize Amazing. he was going to be. A, yeah, I didn't realize he was going to be a free agent after this year. But like thinking about that more and more, and letting it marinate in, inside my mind, um, I think it would be a great pickup for the Phillies. And I mean, it's hard, it's tough to say, but I feel like I'd I'd rather spend the money on him, like the same amount of money on him for eight years. Than JT. Uh, I don't know about eight years for Trevor well, Bauer. Well, maybe not eight years. But I, go, I, 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 agree with you, I agree with you saying maybe sign him like one year, see how he works out, and then 
renegotiate or whatever. Right. So, I don't know. Um, but yeah. Give me the uh, hot take. I'm ready for the hot take. Yeah. I'll stay, so, quiet. I'll stay quiet. So, <laughs> you're going to love this. Um, I bet. So, I don't know if this is possible, but Bryce Harper has, what, 11 years left on his contract? So, what if instead of for 11 years we have Bryce Harper, we come up with some kind of trade deal or whatever to get somebody somebody else on the team, like a few guys on the team for, like, I don't... I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm an idiot. Sorry. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Uh, that's part of my new mic, everyone. I now have Echo. That's a great. You're an idiot. I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. All right. Oh, that was perfect. Thank you for letting me uh, uh, use that, Brandon. Yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah. idiot. Idiot. Grace Harper, we love you. I was, I was just kidding. Don't listen yeah. to that. Yeah. J.K. Smalls, don't listen to our pod. Yeah. It's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, wow. So what, what do you want to talk about next? I just want to reiterate one little thing before we get to the complete non-baseball question. And everybody drops Brand, off. Mark this time down for the recording so you can put this clip on uh, social media. Okay. All right, everyone. We would love for you to send us a baseball Phillies-related question and a non-baseball-related question to isit705yet at gmail.com. We would love in one of the next upcoming episodes to do a Q&A and answer the mailbag questions. Uh, it's gonna be a long off, gonna be a long off seasons. We will give shout outs to every person. Uh, so, like I said, please a baseball related question and a non baseball related question. You can make it as weird as possible. It doesn't matter to us. We do not care. Not offended by anything. Uh, so, like I said, non baseball baseball question is a seven hundred five yet at gmail dot com. All right, moving <laughs> on, Brandon. Yeah. So, so uh, this these next. People yeah, that we're going to talk about. This well, it's it's it. both this of us. It's both of us, but You're I mean, right. it is both of us. But I feel like good. I get more I fired up it. about it than this you do. This is your this is your spot to shine. Nickelback. Wow, <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> and we're not talking about football defensive strategy, Nickelback. We're talking oh. about the band Nickelback that everybody loves. I don't care Never if you say they're like they're the worst band in the world, whatever. Like I hate Nickelback. Deep down, everybody loves them. They've been around forever. They have so many songs that like everybody knows. Even if you yep. say you hate them, take photograph. Yep. Look at this photograph. Yeah. Look at this photograph. Do you want to sing our song? Do we? What? Go through the list. You got to go all right. through all the like people know these songs. Just listen to them, everyone. What Brandon's trying to say, Nickelback is underrated, and we hate the hate that we people hate give the Nickelback. We hate the haters uh, that Nickelback gives. And I say we we now, every podcast, listen to Nickelback at some point. And I say, so well, I don't have them on hate now, Nickelback, but maybe I should put them on. Out. Put them on right now. All right. Just I gotta, in the background, real quick. 
And say because we gotta sing our song. Yeah. Uh, it's it's terrible. It it's is terrible. terrible. Well, it's funny, but it's terrible. It is uh, Good thing I have a new microphone, I guess, for it. Catch my beautiful vocals. Oh god, that's so loud. <laughs> All right, turn it off. Turn it off. You're killing right. my eardrums right now. <laughs> but yeah, so so yes, they are they are very underrated because very underrated. like everybody knows them. Everybody knows at least five oh, songs geez. by them. I will maybe I will more. list maybe more. I, I will list off five songs that everybody knows, uh, like a hundred percent. Everybody that grew up in the '90s knows. Photograph, Rockstar, Someday. Uh, this is a PG podcast. If everyone cared, um, if today was your last day, everybody everybody remembers everyone that. Knows, that was me. People are gonna know saving me. That was yeah, a top music video. Burn, on burn it to the ground. Day. That was that was on like WWE for the longest time. It probably still is. Because it's yeah. an awesome song. It'd Gotta be my somebody. walk-up song in baseball, Brandon. Yeah, it would be mine too. Song in Dude, I can't. I cannot get enough of that. Like I, I put it on all the time. I'm like, if I'm outside mowing the grass, like I, I listen to. Yeah, I bet that grass is podcast, mowed but, better when you're listening to that. Yeah, it's like, I yeah, I want it mowed better when I listen to that. It's like you run through a brick wall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would run run through a brick wall if I had one. If I, well. <laughs> but. But no, yes, Nickelback, 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 like, everyone, underrated, everyone. Yeah, Nickelback is very, 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 very underrated, and people, people don't show enough love for Nickelback. Like everybody, our age at least, grew up with Nickelback. Just give them a listen. I mean, yeah, I feel like, if you haven't listened to Nickelback in like ten years, quickly go back after listening to this pod, play some songs. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. I I feel like everybody hears um, Chad Kroger like his voice, and they're like, "What the hell is this?" And it's like, just listen to the fucking song and deal with it. Like it's because memes were made about all of them. Like that's yeah. It's just like the anti-Nickelback memes everywhere. Like it just worked well. Sucks. So that's because... why everyone like they have this thing that everyone hates them, but we all know everyone loves Nickelback. I'm so secretly. glad. Even I'm so glad you sent a Snapchat from your work that one day of the Nickelback song. Yeah, we were jamming out to Nickelback at work, and I, and I was like, "Do you actually think this? Like, like you love Nickelback?" And you're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Thank you, thank you for saying that because they are so <laughs> underrated." It was, it was really funny, and I love. Dude, it. Brandon. So we have a song. Uh, so Brandon and I, you know, uh, this podcast usually 45 minutes to an hour, but. uh for us, it's, for us, it's for us, it's about we're about there. Yeah, we're at like for us, it usually ends up being about three to four hours of working on this because, like, for instance, before we started this pad pod, this pad, uh, we spent the first like hour and fifteen minutes dicking around talking about Nickelback, and we ended up writing a song uh, that was based off the lyrics of Photograph. <laughs> That's uh, totally Phillies related. It's uh, in my opinion, it's pretty damn funny. It's pretty damn funny. Uh, it's going to sound horrendous when we sing it. Uh, Brandon, hopefully, will sing it all for me because I'll just start laughing right away. Uh, especially, you're going to have to do like that second chorus, that second paragraph there, Brandon. You know, you, you, you killed it in the uh, the practice session. But, uh, Brandon, I don't know. What are you doing? What are you doing right now? I'm trying to find a. 
like the instrumental version of Photograph, but I don't oh, know geez. if I'm going to be able to find it. That's right. You could just sing it. Just sing it, Brandon. People will get it. <laughs> Wait. Nope. It's all the Photograph by Ed Sheeran. God damn it. God damn it, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, no oh, yeah. Who cares yeah. about Ed Sheeran? about Nickelback here. All right. So this is totally joking. Like, not... I mean, it is kind of funny, so it's kind of serious, but are, are you going to sing it with me, or should I just... I'll, uh, partially, I'll sing it with you. Partially, uh, I'll sing it with you. This might be the intro music and the outro music to don't our know. Might, we also might put this on social media. We probably I don't think won't. I'm going... Yeah, we I probably won't, because how embarrassing it's going to be, but... Uh, Maybe the very uh, listen, beginning. listen to the lines. We'll put the lyrics on there. There we go, Brandon. I like it. Yeah, okay. All right, All sing, right. sing it for Spring. A one, a two, a skiddly diddly do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is terrible. All right, All right this is we're gonna we're gonna end on this, Alex. So I'm not gonna we're ending like, on this. Yeah, I'm not gonna do an outro. All right. All right, so we'll just say keep hunting right now. All right, keep keep hunting, Brandon. Keep, keep hunting. hunting. We'll keep talk, hunting. We'll talk next week. Keep hunting. Yep. <laughs> All right. Seriously, All right. one, one, two, skiddly diddly do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I fucking can't. Just fucking say it, Brandon. I'll get in there. Why? You're not gonna. Uh, I, I'm gonna start, but I'm gonna be upset if you don't jump in there with me. All right. All right. All right let's go. All right. This is for real. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> Every time I do, it makes me laugh. How do I <laughs> can Brandon like get so, so drunk? drunk? Because, because the Phillies will fucking sucks. Wow, this is totally off key. Keep going. CBP is where we grew up. We think the present owner messed it up. Except for Bryce Harper. Can't believe they kept us watching this COVID-ridden season. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, God. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm not even... Oh, wait, no, I'll, I'll finish it off. <laughs> this is where we record. Most of the time, never have better things to do. So listen along more than twice. We recorded over a dozen times. That's it. That's all we got so far. Wow. All right. Uh, um, let's end the pod. Let's say keep hunting one more time. Just keep wait. hunting and uh, let's cut that out. Yeah, let's cut that out. All right, keep hunting. <laughs> See you next week, Brandon. I'm quitting. <laughs>